Brooke and her husband were ready for a divorce, but listening to our broadcast gave them hope to rebuild their relationship. Thanks to Focus on the Family, we now have a biblical understanding of what it means to be a husband and to be a wife, and we have this vertical marriage that we're so grateful for. I'm Jim Daly. Share the gift of family to rescue more marriages like Brooks. Please visit FocusOnTheFamily.ca. It's okay to take care of yourselves. It's okay to take care of your relationship because we want our kids to know that marriage is a priority and marriage is important. And while they are, kids are so important in our household, so much of the family's peace and joy and purpose is going to come from the two adults who are there. As stay-at-home orders are beginning to be lifted and you start to reorganize your life, a date night with your spouse is probably the last thing on your mind, but it might be just what you need. That was Kathy Lipp, and today on Focus on the Family, she's going to help you find creative ways to really prioritize your marriage. Your host is Focus President and author Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller. Hey, John, I'm so looking forward to getting Kathy into this conversation. She uplifts everybody because she has a vivacious spirit and is bubbly, and I can't wait to talk to her. Uh, One study found that married couples who had a regular date night at least once a week are three times uh, more likely to describe their relationship as very happy. There's evidence right there. You're always looking for a silver bullet. Well, there's one. Spend time together, good time together, not arguing or talking about budget or those kinds of things, but just have a regular date night. It doesn't have to be even outside the house. You can do it within the house. Uh, But that is one way to secure the fact that you'll have a much happier marriage. And I think that's great. It is. I think uh, probably a lot of our listeners are feeling like, are you kidding me? A date night? (laughs) Given these circumstances, we can't afford a date night or we can't afford to make the time for the date night or we've been juggling so much. Date night isn't even on my mind. I mean, that's that's a tough spot for some people. Okay, here you go. I'm going to act like your brother, John. Uh-oh. No, no more excuses. Just read Ecclesiastes <laughs> nine nine, which says, "Enjoy life with your wife, whom you love, hmm. all the days of your life." And I would say, parenthetically, make sure you have a date night. <laughs> that would be awesome. But uh, you're going to hear from Kathy today why this and many other things are so important in our relationship with our spouses. Yeah, Kathy is a very popular author and speaker and uh, a very good friend of ours here at Focus on the Family. She's written a number of books. We're going to be really zeroing in on one called Happy Habits for Every Couple, 21 Days to a Better Relationship. And, of course, we have that at FocusOnTheFamily.ca. Kathy, welcome back. As always, it's good to see you and good to hear from you. Oh, Jim and John, it feels, it does kind of feel like we're in the studio together. So that makes me super happy. It's good to see your faces. Well, the team has been wise enough, smart enough to be able to put a monitor right in front of me so I can actually look at the camera, but also see you out of uh, the corner of my eye. So it's wonderful to... I can see that. (laughs) I I do feel like I'm in the studio with you. That's super cool. Well, it's so good to have you. Um, Let me ask you, you have a great story that I think is right in the beginning of the book about whitewater rafting, and I want to get into that. I want to jump in, excuse the the pun, 
But what happened that gave you such uh, insight when it came to whitewater rafting? Well, so I have two amazing stepkids, uh, Amanda and Jeremy, and they were on, they were leading a whitewater rafting trip. And when I mean that, uh, Amanda works uh, for a childcare center and they were doing a trip for an after school program. And so they were going down the, the Russian river in uh, Sacramento. Oh yeah. I've been on that and, river. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quite the river. It can and run. so they, it can run. And they were with a paid guide. And I guess part of the fun of a whitewater rafting trip is the paid guide will get to a point where they throw everybody else out of the raft except for the paid guide because he knows how to stay in the raft. So there my kids are with all these 10-year-olds. And Amanda and Jeremy started putting people, you know, these kids into the raft. And the guide said, no, you have to stop. Amanda and Jeremy, you're the adults. You have to get in the raft first. And then you can pull up all these kids because if you spend all your energy pushing wet, dripping kids into the raft, you're not going to have the upper body strength to get yourselves into the raft. Hmm. So you have to get into the raft first. And I love that illustration for parents because, of course, we are all concerned. There are so many people who became instant homeschoolers overnight. There are so many people who, you know, were working full-time and are still working full-time, but now also have their kids full-time. And of course, so much of our energy has to go to those kids. But here's what I know. One of the things your kids are going to remember, and this is not to put guilt on anybody. This is to free you up to say, it's okay to take care of yourselves. It's okay to take care of your relationship because we want our kids to know that marriage is a priority and marriage is important. And while kids are so important in our households, so much of the family's peace and joy and purpose is going to come from the two adults who are there. I like that. I mean, I've always, you know, a marriage-centric home is really the healthiest home, and kids are there for a while, but they won't be there forever. Right. And no. sometimes I remember saying to Gene, I've got to remember that because I can ignore the relationship with Gene uh, and, and concentrate too much on the relationship with the kids. But that's a good reminder. Listen, when it comes to marriage in the book, you, you discuss something about the and of marriage, to concentrate hmm. on the and of marriage. Uh, what is that? Okay. So, you know, life right now is hard. Can we just all agree? This is not what anybody expected. I mean, I wrote a book on being prepared for disaster that does not mention pandemic because, yeah. hmm. you know, it's just the, this was so out of left field. It's a really hard time. People have lost their jobs. People are sick. Uh, kids cannot go out to the park and play. Mm -hmm. And, and this can be a really amazing time for different aspects and different relationships in your home. So putting us all in a pressure cooker of a house isn't naturally the way to a, a closer place in our relationships. But if we're purposeful, we can take that and and say, this is a really, really hard circumstance and God is still in control and we can still make something beautiful out of it and we can 
recommit to different portions of our relationships. Maybe it's with a kid, maybe it's with our spouse and say, there's an and here that we can make really, really beautiful in our time together. Yeah. And, you know, I want the listeners to know we're here for them here at Focus on the Family. We have, you know, great Christian counselors who are uh, making phone calls from their homes. And if you need to talk to somebody, we're open. And we have wonderful relationship services folks who are answering the phones to say, how can we help you? And we'll get resources to you. We'll do what we can to answer questions. It doesn't have to be just about Kathy's wonderful book, Happy Habits, but we're here. And uh, John, you can tell folks how to get a hold of us. Yeah, uh, the phone number is 800, the letter A and the word family, or stop by focusonthefamily.ca. Hey, Kathy, one thing I learned as a boy, and we were, you know, we were poor. Um, That's Mm -hmm. true. I was with, you know, my mom was a single parent mom most of my elementary school years, and we didn't have a lot. Uh, Birthdays, Mm -hmm. sometimes we just didn't get anything. She'd bake us a cake, and that was just our reality. It never, uh, I was never sad about that, though. Somehow my mom found a way to always Mm -hmm. keep me and my siblings encouraged with things that she would do, notes she would write. Her presence was a present Mm. to me. And uh, in that same context, one thing that she did so well was use humor. I mean, humor is such a wonderful outlet for stress. You know, when things aren't going well, if you can kind of lighten the load simply by laughing a bit more about those circumstances. I know that's hard, but it was an experience that I had. You and Roger have been trying to deal with this shelter-in-place thing with a couple of funny approaches. What What are you doing? Well, you know, I, and I love your mom's spirit. And mm-hmm. I think so much of that is choosing what is our attitude going to be? Because I have been in that position as a single mom where I haven't been able to buy my child the birthday present that they wanted or even the birthday present they needed. And so there's so much in that focus of our attitude. So we've just been trying to learn new things. Like I learned how to cut my husband's hair. You did what? And I learned <laughs> to cut my husband's hair. Now, I also learned that there's a difference between a one and a seven on the blade, but I learned it a little too late. But I, I've also come to find out when you use a one, you don't have to cut his hair as often. So you know what? There is a blessing in all of that. Now, does the customer get any input into this haircutting? You, you know what? He was, here's the thing. He was just happy to not look like a hippie anymore. I, I he was, it, he needed a haircut before, um, you know, before shelter in place. Right. So we were getting pretty desperate, but also he has learned to dye my hair. And so this makes it so it's easier for us to look at each other, <laughs> but you know, we, we've opened up Shea lip to each other and we we're learning to do these things. Also, my husband is a great barbecuer, but we, like I said, we're sheltering in place at my mom's. My mom doesn't have a grill. So we ordered a little tiny hibachi and we have our hamburger nights and and I, can I just tell you how much fun that it, it it brings back a little bit of my husband that was pre shelter in place because it just it's fun for him. We also we're we're watching movies that we haven't watched in years, you know, good familiar movies that make us super super happy. And the other thing that we're doing that's really fun is we're doing a game night once a week with all of our adult kids. So we get onto a game site and then we open up a Zoom conference call, and you know it's just 
just like a regular game night. They're all eating food. Uh, there are death threats that are going back and forth because we stole somebody's card. And <laughs> we are finding new ways to have fun in a time when, you know, options are limited. But there's so many things we can do at home to make it, to, to make just times and items more special. Like, you guys have been working on your backyard, yeah. right? Isn't have that you, what John? you told me? <laughs> I, I have been uh, doing a lot of backyard work. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yesterday, Dina came in and said, I think I overdid it. And I'm like, yeah, I think we are overdoing it a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's your way to get out of it. I love it. But you know what? It's so fun. These are things that we would not have maybe found time for before. But now we get to do things that will just... um are so special to our spouse that maybe would have been hard to fit in before with our time and work and things like that. I just love that, you know, we can focus on these little delightful things within the four walls of our homes. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. Have you checked out Joy TV yet? Tune in for your daily source of hope-filled, positive Christian programming. From breaking news reported from a Christ-centered perspective every weeknight. To award-winning and crowd-pleasing Christian programs, we're serving up Christ's joy around the clock. Find Joy TV on Rogers Channel 173, Bell Channel 656, Shaw Channel 10, Telus Channel 123, or visit joytv.ca today. Joy TV, it's more than you imagined. As families continue to self-isolate because of COVID-19, the need for the gospel of Jesus Christ is needed in our homes now more than ever. That's why Focus on the Family is providing a free four-week trial of the Adventures in Odyssey Club, where families can listen to the full Odyssey library of over 800 episodes, daily devotions, and more. The sign-up process is easy and no credit card is required. In addition, we have just released a new online streaming service called Focus at Home. Focus at Home brings hours of biblically-based, family-friendly entertainment created by Focus on the Family. Movies and audio adventures, readings of best-selling children's books, biblical lessons straight from the Holy Land, and more. Best of all, this will be free of charge during the COVID-19 crisis. For more resources to help your family thrive in these uncertain times, please visit FocusOnTheFamily.ca. That's FocusOnTheFamily.ca. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming. Hey, bringing it all the way back to kind of the idea of this date night, and again, yeah. for those that are joining us maybe a little late, uh, the statistics show that our marriages are three times happier, mm-hmm. or will be three times happier than the others who uh, don't do a date night if we do a date night. And uh, so that's the encouragement here. But speak to that environment where, Kathy, money's tight. You are so good. You're like the guru of tight money. <laughs> so what attitudinally, you know, do we have to get our head around to say, okay, it doesn't have to be a night at the Ritz. It can be something much simpler because it's about connecting. Right. So when we think like we have no money, that idea is a deprivation mindset. And I want us to think about an abundance mindset. So maybe I don't have a lot of money right now, but maybe I have more time than I did before. So I can 
bake bread, or I can do something special to add to tonight's dinner. Or, you know, even in the best of times, we would do $20 date nights. Like what is the most fun we can have on $20? And so <laughs> to think about it in that way. So could you do a movie night where you're just, you know, watching something if you already have Netflix or something like that, or maybe you download a movie that you actually pay for, but you can create pizzas at home or something like that. So it's, it's a challenge, but also what it does when you up your creativity, when you up your purposefulness and saying, I'm going to be intentional about blessing my husband because man, he is just craving his hamburger from his favorite place. Well, I'm going to go online and find the duplicate recipe. Or when your wife says, you know, I'm just so sad because I don't have flour to bake with right now. And you're online and you're finding that flour and you're saying, okay, we're going to have a date night where, you know, you're going to be the bread baker and I'm going to be your sous chef or I'll just clean up whatever you need from me. But to be intentional about bringing comedy into your life, bringing music into your life. One of the things that Roger and I love to do is when we're cooking, we'll put on James Taylor or something <laughs> that you know, happy music, just happy music. And to bring that attitude back in, to be intentional about it. And this is what I always say, go with the person's strengths. You know, if your husband is uh, taking care of the finances during all this and you hate the finances, I'm only saying this because that's my life thank him. Our thank you should be three times what they have been in the past right now, because everything is harder. Banking is harder. Groceries is harder. Cooking is harder. Everything's harder. So let's give a lot of appreciation and a lot of laughter in our households and bring that in, in any way, you know, how you know, your spouse better than anyone. You're the expert on your spouse. Well, this is such a great time to think about uh, how to do a, a date night in an inexpensive way. In fact, John, let's post, I think, Kathy, you have 20 great ideas under $20. So we'll post mm -hmm. that at the website so people can take a look at it. But more importantly, get a copy of Kathy's book. Uh, Kathy, let me ask you, though, uh, I'm intrigued by your advice to treat our marriages like an online church service. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean by that? I know. You know, there are so many church services going on right now that are being filmed in pastor's basements and, you know, with an <laughs> empty sanctuary, all these things. Yeah. But, you know, the pastor is doing the sermon. And there are places for you to laugh. There are places for you to clap. There are places for you to say amen. And when we're in church, we may do that more easily because the pastor can hear us. And so my analogy for this is sometimes in our marriage, we're not getting the responses we need. You know, think about that pastor who's preaching to himself and a camera in a basement. Oh, that's He's not tough. getting it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's so hard to do and not getting any responses. And sometimes in our marriage, we feel like we are getting absolutely no response. But here's what I want you to do anyway. I want you to go that extra extra little bit to say, I'm going to try just a little bit harder. I'm going to try to connect. And if I don't get a connection, I'm still going to treat this marriage with integrity. I'm still going to show up for my spouse. You know, both Roger and I have gone through different points in the shelter in place where it's just been hard. I'm just going to be honest with you. We've had down days. You know, we've missed important things that were important to us. We've miscommunicated sometimes. And 
it's just an opportunity to say, I have to go just that little bit extra. And even if I'm not getting a kind response, I'm still going to show up and be kind. I'm still going to show up and serve. And that is not in a way to be a doormat. It's to say, I can change my attitude by how I treat the people I'm living with right now. And I want you to have good boundaries. I want you to be in a healthy relationship, but we can always respond and we can always start with kindness. I, I really wanted to punch that point because I think with a lot of the programming we're doing right now, most of our guests like you are mentioning this need for kindness. And it's so true. And especially, I think, temperamentally, how you're wired plays into this. I mean, I can be kind of sarcastic and snarky mm. at times. And yes, I, you can. I, I find myself, <laughs> no, I find myself, you know, purposefully pulling back from that. I kind of see that as kind of fun and teasing and playful. Uh, you know, sometimes Gene does not see it as fun and playful. And, you know, I, I've got to mentally say, whoa, pull that back. Don't go there. Don't say that funny thing. And, uh, right. you know, I, I, I'm just trying to be mindful, but that's what you're getting at, right? Well, you know, it was like the time when Roger was joking about, oh, I wasn't paying attention to the shopping list because he had put one thing on there. And I'm like, have you, do you know what's going on in the country right now? Do you know what store shelves look like? He was just trying to be funny and cute. And <laughs> on a normal day, it would have been fine. And I'm feeling like a warrior trying to get our groceries. And so everybody <laughs> is a little bit extra sensitive right now. And, you know, so we're just pulling back and saying, you know what, that extra measure of grace, the thing that may have made us upset before, today is the day to let it go. And just to go that extra mile to say, how can I support you today? So Roger has asked me that a hundred times as we've been living with my mom, mm -hmm. you know, is there a way I can support you while we're here? And I've asked him that with his mom living so far away. And you know what, it just builds this bridge of love and care to feel like you are extra supported during a really tough time. And I think that that is when, you know, when, God talks about going as far as you can in a relationship that that's an example of to go as far as you can go to be at peace. Yeah, that is really good. Hey, Kathy, as we're winding up, I do want to cover yeah. one other uh, concept that you had, which was comfortable love. And I think it lines up very nicely with what we're talking about. You describe it in Happy Habits as there's kind of two ends to this comfortable love. One's more kind of destructive where you get so comfortable, you're not doing the things that you should mm -hmm. do. And the other right. end is truly kind of what you're describing with you and Roger, that you get into kind of a, a, a good, nurturing, comfortableness that you're, you're good in your own skin and you're good in the skin of your marriage, if I could put it that way. Describe yeah. it. Well, so I think Roger and I have been in all the places. We've been in the place where we were blending a family and we looked at each other after six months of marriage and said, we made the biggest mistake of our lives. Right. We've been in that place. Yeah. Uh, we have been in the place where we've been in severe financial crisis. We have been in all those places. But we have also been in the place where the kids have all left and it was very easy to kind of live our separate lives. Mm. And there was a comfortableness to this and really that place of not trying too hard. 
And what we realized is we missed the best versions of each other. Yeah. And so one of the questions we ask ourselves very often right now is, or we ask each other is, what could you use from me right now? It's such a non-threatening question and it can open up such a great dialogue and to be able to say from Roger, you know what, right now from you, work is really hard. Is there a way that you could take over like making lunch this week? That would just serve me so well. Or you know what, here's what I need from you. Like Mother's Day is coming up and I've been feeling a little insecure about that. Can you just make sure that each of the kids calls me on that day? Hmm. Like, I know that that sounds like such a weird thing to ask, but sometimes, you know, our, our, our partner can't read our minds and know those deep, dark places where we're hurting right now. And to be able to think about it in advance and people will often say, but they should know that. Hmm. The only way they can know that is if they are you. No, and so good. to be able to say that in a non-threatening way, yeah. what could you use from me right now is such a servant attitude, but also such a loving, and it opens you up to having great communication in your marriage. Kathy, I think a good place to end, and I, I so appreciate that. I'm thinking of the the woman who discounts the husband that does have to ask. I just mm. be patient with us husbands because we don't, we're, we're not, we're so compartmentalized. We're not always thinking outside of our little box, but help yeah. us in that regard. But finally, I, I do want to ask this. I think perhaps the best question I could ask you through the whole half hour here, and that's uh, for the couple that when they get together, they'll say something like, we don't have anything to talk about. I mean, we just, mm. we're lost in our togetherness because it's become so mundane that we don't even yeah. know what questions or what interests to express to each other. What will you say to that couple to kind of spark that again and don't take being complacent as the end of the road for your marriage? Could you spend five minutes dreaming together? Hmm. Just dreaming about what you would like your marriage to look like, what you would like your family to look like. What does it look like when maybe some of these restrictions are lifted and you can go on a date again, or yeah. you can go on a trip again, even if it's just overnight. And when you start to dream together, you can start to align what it is that you want mm -hmm. for yourself and for each other. And dreaming calls out the best in each person. And that's what I want for your marriage. I want your absolute best for your marriage and giving yourself, you know, not looking at what was just said or what was done, but looking forward into what God can do with the two people who are willing to try. It's really a beautiful thing. Kathy, this has been so good. I, uh, I'm, I'm smiling because I'm thinking of you and Roger coming out on the first day in California that you can go to In-N-Out Burger or whatever. <laughs> oh, yes. But thinking, With my animal style. Yes. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Roger in his tiki shirt and you in something. And uh, yeah. I'm going to have to come up with my own. And John, you and Dina, too, I guess. But it has been so good to have you on, as always. And let me turn to the listener. Uh, if you're looking for a starting line in your journey, to improve your marriage. And let's start right here. These are real basic things that Kathy is getting at, but these are the foundational building blocks that can make your marriage so much more joyful and so much 
more rewarding. And I would really encourage you to get a copy of her book, Happy Habits. And of course, we have it here at Focus on the Family. And let me just remind you, I know you can go to your Prime account and one-click it, but if you do that through Focus, if you get the resource, those dollars, they don't go to shareholders. They go right back into saving marriages, helping parents parent better, saving babies' lives. I mean, when you purchase that product through Focus, that's where the the profit goes. And we're so grateful uh, to Kathy for providing a great resource and tool for your marriage. Yeah, we want you to have this book, so contact us today. Our number is 800, the letter A, and the word family. In addition to the book, let me point out that we have a free marriage assessment. It costs nothing. It takes about five minutes. That might be a starting point, a cheap date starting point. Yeah. Uh, take it and find out where your strengths are and maybe an area or two to address as normal life kind of continues. Our website is focusonthefamily.ca. Next time, we'll have John Stone Street offering thoughts about helping your child develop a biblical worldview. So all of these concepts, fundamentally, uh, we've got to get to the heart of how words are used, uh, how ideas are seeping into our minds, and teaching kids to be uh, thoughtful about it. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller inviting you back as we once again help you and your family thrive in Christ.